Welcome back to another episode of How to Play the Game, a podcast that was created to discuss sports business and sports law-related issues on a regular basis. My name is Darren Heitner, and I am your host. In today's episode, we look at how the coronavirus epidemic affected the NFL's plans leading up to the 2020 NFL Draft. The last time that draft-eligible players had been in front of scouts was the NFL Combine in Indianapolis back at the end of February. Since then, pro days have been canceled. In-person visits have been prohibited based on governmental stay-at-home orders, and agents have been scrambling to adapt to a brand new environment that they have never experienced before. Today, I am joined by one of those agents who was gracious enough to lend some of her day to discuss these issues. Nicole Lynn is an attorney and NFL agent who can be followed on Twitter at Agent Nicole Lynn. Nicole has served as an NFL agent with Lil Wayne's Young Money APAA Sports Agency since 2017, where she serves as the representative for New York Jets defensive lineman Quinnen Williams, Denver Broncos linebacker Todd Davis, Las Vegas Raiders safety Eric Harris, and others. This year, Nicole has the honor of representing several high-profile NFL draft prospects including Alabama offensive lineman Jedrick Wills, Oklahoma quarterback Jalen Hurts, and Arkansas defensive lineman McTelvin Agam. The 2020 NFL Draft will occur from April 23 through April 25, and will be the first quote-unquote virtual draft, with even general managers staying away from their team facilities because of coronavirus concerns. Players and agents, including Nicole, are experiencing all this for the first time as well. I spoke with Nicole while she stays at home to figure out what it has been like and what she expects as COVID-19 continues to affect her practice. Hi, Nicole. Thanks for taking the time to come on to the How to Play the Game podcast. Let's start by talking about a major shift to the NFL draft. The 2020 NFL Draft will be completely virtual with everyone, including general managers staying at home. What do you think about this decision and how are you preparing differently than you would in a normal year? So I think the decision was the right decision, although very difficult. You know, I I think the reason the NFL is requiring not only draft prospects to stay at home, but also scouts, NFL personnel, general managers, et cetera, is because we don't know what the CDC guidelines are going to be in a week or in two weeks. And a lot of times, some of these guidelines, um, states will implement their own. And so we don't know if one state's going to say, sure, you can meet up at a house with five people, and another state says you can't. And that would put one NFL team at a disadvantage. So I absolutely see the reason for it. I do think it comes with a lot of potential issues I mean, you think about, you know, just the basic issues like Wi-Fi. Imagine, God forbid, someone's Wi-Fi cuts out or their electric goes off or a scammer gets into a Zoom meeting. So I think when it comes to just just the the electronics generally and what could happen, it's scary. Um, But it also, I think, is exciting for fans because it's something new and fresh and there's no sports. And so 
you know, everyone was just excited to see the draft still go forward. How often are you speaking with your draft eligible clients and what types of conversations are you having with them leading up to this draft to prepare them for what's to come? I'm speaking with them every single day. Um, a lot of our conversations surround prepping for Zoom or FaceTime calls with teams. You know, normally these would be 30 visits and we would just prep them, you know, just generally um, from a how to interview stance. Now it's a little different in making sure that their background is clean as far as like what they're showing on the camera, making sure that they've got good connection. So it's really interesting, some of the conversations that we're having that I've never had to have before. You know, the other aspect of it is, is that since there aren't 30 visits and there are Zoom interviews or FaceTime interviews, teams are not prohibited from doing multiple. You know, normally you only get 30 players you can fly out. Well, now a team can talk to 150 guys. And so it's a little bit difficult to know how interested a team is because you don't know if they're talking to your guy and 10 others or or like normally it would just be, you know, the 30. So it's, that's a tough part in this draft process. Have you or the players been told what platform will predominate during and around the draft? Will it be Zoom, FaceTime, or something else? We have not. Um, I do, I think, and don't quote me on this, but I think there's going to be some type of webcam that's going to be sent to the players in their homes that they can just, show them you know virtually so i don't know if it's an actual like app i think it's actually a camera for some of the guys and so but yeah i don't know you know i'm, I'm assuming each team will have their own uh, interface and they'll choose that probably whichever is the most secure now normally agents spend a lot of money on players training leading up to the draft has that changed at all under the current environment uh no <laughs> we still spend a lot of money most of that training is paid for um, prior to the combine. So what we're paying for is the guy to train from the last day of their, their bowl game, so let's say January 1, until the combine. So that six- to eight-week period is really where the most money is spent. And since the combine still took place, we all still you know, paid for that training. And I would probably argue that most agents are spending more money because we're having to be creative so the guys can continue working out. So maybe that's buying them weights or, or different things they can do at home. So, so I would actually argue they might be spending a little bit more, but absolutely not less. Are there any benefits that you've found in the change of the lead up to the NFL draft? And is there anything you'd like to see change permanently based on what you've experienced? You know, the only thing I think as a benefit, and this is not necessarily specific to any of my guys, but if there was a guy that didn't run at the combine because maybe he's not the best, you know, guy for 40s, maybe he's not actually a 40, a 40 fast is what I call it. You know, he's a fast player on tape or on the field, but straight line fast. And so he was hoping to do it at the pro day so he could be faster. There's some guy that runs a 4.7 that says he runs a 4.5 and is not going to be tested on it. And so he's very excited, whoever that guy is. <laughs> So there could be benefits for guys that aren't um, great testers. And, you know, there's been a lot of controversy around how the combine and these testing skills and uh, different drills kind of outweigh film sometimes. And really, it should be film. So I think that's one of the benefits for whoever that applies to. And, and I don't know, as far as going forward, we'll just have to see how smooth it is. What about your veteran clients? What types of conversations are you having with them right now about the potential for a delayed or even canceled season? 
you know, the biggest conversation right now is around OTAs um, and off-season workouts. Many of our veteran clients have workout bonuses. And so there's a big question on, are we going to get workout bonuses? Will there be workouts? And are teams going to do workout bonuses that are already in the contract? If they do or do not, is it going to be a categorical decision from the NFL or is it going to be team-specific, player-specific? So I think from a legal perspective, that's a question that has not been answered. And it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next 30 days. My final question for you is, what does your typical day look like in April 2020 with stay-at-home orders in place throughout much of the U.S.? Well, I'm an attorney, so I practice law full-time, and so I'm still practicing civil litigation for a lot of different big major corporations. So my day still deals with law. Um, from the sports perspective, it's talking to teams, trying to make sure that they have all of the questions answered that they may have about a draft prospect, talking, talking to my player, making sure that they're prepared for each of their Zoom interviews, which are happening daily, multiple a day sometimes, um, and then just preparing them for the draft um, and using the words, I don't know a lot, a lot, because usually I'm able to tell my guys, hey, the draft's going to come. You're going to fly out the next day. Here's what's going to happen. Now, a lot of those questions are asking me, I have no clue. And it's a really weird space to be in. But, you know, being comfortable in what you don't know is what makes you great. Well, thank you for taking some time. I wish you and your clients the best with the 2020 NFL draft. Yes, no, no problem. Appreciate the time, too. Thanks for tuning in to this second episode of How to Play the Game. If you enjoyed it, then please share it with others and rate the podcast on the platform on which you listen. Feel free to contact me on social media or elsewhere with suggestions for future content. Until next time, stay safe.